Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Upshift Podcast. We have a good one on this one like we always do. Me and Brian talk about listening to music while you ride. What's your favorite music? Brian likes some good old Waylon Jennings. I like some good old Bob Seger, but hey, it doesn't matter. As long as you're out riding, we don't care what you're listening to. Then we dive into, do you spend money at a dealership or do you do the independent shop? What me and Brian do. Nothing wrong with the dealership. We just love the independent shops. Hey, if Harley didn't exist, what would we ride? Find out in this episode. Then we finish it up with moto camping. That's kind of popular. It's always been popular. I've been camping since uh, since the first motorcycle was uh, invented and, and rode down the road. Um, me and Brian talk about what we uh, would do if we went moto camping. <laughs> You'll find out in this episode. And a bunch of other stuff. Thanks for tuning in, guys. The Upshift Podcast. Hey, welcome into the Upshift Podcast with your host, Brian Brian. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How you doing tonight, Brian? Uh, pretty good, man. We are, yeah, now that the time has changed and it gets dark at five o'clock, yeah, I, my days are mixed up, and I just had thought in my calendar that we had two or three more days until we were going to record. But when you sent me that text today, I'm like, "Yeah, that's today." So <laughs> here we are, we're together, and we're doing a podcast. We're back at it, talking about motorcycles and motorcycles only. But yes, the time change and now the weather. Oh, so it kind of cuts into the uh, motorcycling. But I saw on Instagram where you and the Voice of Reason got out and took a few uh, few laps around New Hampshire there. Yes, we've had some really good November weather here. It was, I think, it was seventy-seven degrees the <laughs> other day. It was, it was almost hot. Yeah, <laughs> but it was per- perfect for riding. So yeah, so we'll just start off. Yeah, me and me and Bob out cruising New Hampshire. And uh, so we went to one Harley dealer, you know, talked to them for a little bit, got a couple things. I got a beanie to oh, keep, okay. me, keep me nice and warm because my hands were freezing in the morning. Because when, when I left the house, it was it was probably 45, 48 degrees, but it got, got all the way up to about 75 that day. So no gloves. You didn't have gloves? No, you? I had gloves, but I had these just like leather cowhide gloves, no insulation so they, you know, they were just, they were just going numb. Oh, well, we're going to fix that problem. Yes, we are. And so we were cruising around New Hampshire. We uh, got some barbecue for lunch. And then we decided to go to my buddy's shop that I haven't seen in for a while. So my buddy Zach has a shop called Chop Shop Motos, Chop Shop Cycles. Okay. Chop Shop Moto on Instagram. And uh, so we popped in there. And I started talking to him about my the new bike, the new Road Glide. Yeah. You know, talking about FXRs and stuff. And he's got a nice uh, shop bike that he just got. It's a 2020 Road Glide, I believe he said. Okay. He's putting some thrash and supply stuff on it, some legend suspension. So it's it's going to be a killer little shop bike. So yeah. after after getting to talk, and I told him about my, my Dino Jet. I told him I had the Commander 3. And he was like, huh, get rid of that thing. Yeah. <laughs> throw it in the trash yeah that that's ancient technology so i, I kind of figured it was 
you know, the bike is an 07, so. Yeah, well, I'm, yeah, in 07, 08, that was, you know, cutting-edge technology, we'll say. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I was telling my buddy, he said, yeah, if, it ever, if you ever get caught in the rain or you wash your bike, he was just saying, you know, it might start running funny, just unplug it right from the ECM. And then, so I was like, you know what? <clears throat> Why don't I just leave my bike here? And you can, uh, what, like, what, what are my options? So I, I could have put a Thunder Max EFI uh, tuner in it, but they're like 1100 bucks. So I was like, yeah, like, I, I, I like Dino Jet. Yeah. So he's like, all right, we can, we can just run the Dino Jet, the new ProVision 5. He's like, you don't, all you got to do is buy the, the licensing for the tune. Cause he has like a, a you know, one, a shop one, a ProVision, a DynaVision, uh, you know the handheld one, so he just says, okay, you know, yeah. So you just he's plug and play, and all you're buying is is the 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 tune that he'll put in. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So yeah, so you don't even, you don't even need that. He'll just flash my stock computer, and then you know it'll be good to go. So I um talked to him today. He said it was all good, running good. So okay. I'm gonna go pick it up tomorrow. Okay. So then I guess he can. I don't know if you can print that out since he didn't dyno it, but I mean, he can tell you the, I mean, I know it's the parameters and all that, but with the breather that you have and the two into one, I guess in there, and I've really never done it. I've seen the uh, fuel pack uh, with Vance and Heinz, or you can program it there on your phone and, you know, you put in this pipe, this breather, this motor, and it kind of, there's a few little things you can change in there, but for the most part, it puts the tune in there that matches all of those components. Does that? Yeah. That sound yeah right? they, have, they have a bunch of tunes that are set up. So if you have two into one, true dual, yeah. air cleaner, no air cleaner, cam. So, yeah. So my biggest thing was like when I first bought the bike, it had the Reinhardt two into one, you know, true duels, whatever they call it. Yeah. And I, I changed to a two into one pipe. So, I was looking, you know, the air ratio mixture might be a little off. So, mm-hmm. and then, cause when I did look at the plugs, I checked the plugs after I rode a couple hundred miles and they, they looked a little bit on the lean side to me. So okay, I wanted to make sure. So now I got some new technology in there. Oh, cool. And so it, it rides wheelies now. I hope so. I'm going <laughs> to get it, but I don't know, Zach, Zach's a good dude. I've been, I've known him for. I don't know, 15 years. He's He's been in business for about 20 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, and uh, back when I used to ride Triumphs, me and Bob had Triumphs. We used to go up there all the time. He used to have an open house once a year. That was pretty fun. And uh, then he switched shops. He's in a he's in a new shop now. It's a pretty nice shop. He really, he's out, already outgrown it, but... Well, that's a good thing. <clears throat> yeah. With winter coming up, then I guess there'd be tons yeah. of builds and... And all of that going on. But while we're talking about that, let's talk about the Harley dealer versus the independent shop. So I already know that you go to an independent shop. Why? Why go there versus the Harley shop? And this is not a knock on the dealership because I love the dealerships. I was in one this past weekend. I'm going to one to hang out for a swap meet this coming weekend. Um I'll stop by one tomorrow because there's something I need to pick up. But for our listeners, this, again, this is our podcast, and these are what we think. This is our opinion. So take it for what you will. But 
independent shops versus dealerships? Well, I mean, dealerships, like you said, they got their place. You know, yeah. go there, and, go there and get. I, I went there and got a couple little bleeder screws, so it's good to get some OEM parts from the dealerships. Yeah. But I don't know. I, to get my bike serviced at a dealership, I just don't feel like. It's I don't, I don't know I, I I like to feel like a bike shop like when I went to Zach's shop, yeah I walk right in the back talk to him I get to yeah. check out all the other bikes in there. Yeah, you feel like one of one of the guys. Yeah, and, and, and I know there's entrance regulations. You can't climb over everything and touch all the tools. I get that, but you know you feel like you're, you know, they're hands on so to speak. And in some dealerships, not all. My feeling is you pull up. You're a number. They don't know you. They just know that's the bike. Customer X, he needs this, 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 and this. This is what we charge. Thank you. See you later. Yeah. I know. It's, it's almost like if you pull up to the dealership on a motorcycle, on like a, a Harley, it's almost like they treat you different because they think they can get you. Another. That's the thing. Every time you walk into the Harley dealer, it's like they're trying to sell you something. Yeah. <laughs> they're not really trying to talk to you. They just want to sell you something. Yeah. And they're on commission and I get it. I, yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's how, but yes, there's no, uh, what's the word? Touchy feely. Uh, when in the new dealerships, I'll say back in the day. <clears throat> yeah. Back in the day it was different. Totally different. Now they're it's and things change and I get it. But, yeah, it, you don't get the hometown, small town, good old boy. And, and that's what that's what us guys and gals out here ride. That's what we want. So if you're working at a dealership or a dealership's listening to this, I mean, we are consumers. Um, and that's – people, you just want to be – you want to be talked to in a nice way, uh, you know, on a, a friendly level, not like – you know, rush, 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 get you in, get you out, go to the next guy. You know, you want to build a relationship, so to speak. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And like, that's when I went into his shop, you know, I told him kind of about the problems. He was more than, you know, talking about it. And he wasn't trying to sell me a new tuner. I was like, yeah. I was pretty much like, when can I bring my bike in? I want, you know, I trust you. I want you to do some work on the bike. You know, I like to support local bike shops because there's not many around. No. No. So, and, yeah. And you said he's been in business, you said 20 years. Yeah. So he does like, if you're in the New Hampshire area and you need winter storage, he does winter storage. He'll uh, change all the fluids in it and do, do everything for you. So it's, it's a, he's got a good deal going on with winter storage. I know you don't deal with, I know you don't deal with that down yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. 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 We, but we up here. Yeah. You have to up there, but yeah. So yeah. Uh, my shop, uh, I say my shop, I call it mine because I, I use them for everything that, that I have. His CNC Thunder, I've talked about them um, a lot on this podcast. They've been in business. They will be celebrating their 25th year coming up next year. Yep. And they've been doing this a long time. We talked about it on the last podcast. They they are performance before performance was the end thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, and and this is funny. We we. We sent each other notes, but I just, I sent a text to Caleb and I'm like, Hey, what's the labor rate? I, I think I know what it is, but I want to, you tell me exactly what it is. They charge $85 an hour, which to me, I think is reasonable, very reasonable compared to the Harley shop. And I've actually taken pictures and send it to my friends throughout, you know, my travels when I go in dealerships. 
125 to 130 an hour. Yeah, that that's crazy. Now, you know, you've worked at Harley dealerships. Like, yes, I have. So, so I bring my bike in there and get an oil change. Like, what am I looking at? $500? Um, in some dealerships, that's a set price. If you want synthetic and you want, you know, transmission, primary oil, chrome filter, black filter, you know, I went in one dealership up there in Missouri and they had a, it was like a menu board. I want service A and we can add B and B plus over here. Yeah. And it was, you know, certain things. Um, I, I just but, remember when I first got my motor, my first brand new Harley, I remember them saying, come in for your 10,000 mile and your 2,500 mile service. And I was thinking to myself, well, what, what, what are you going to do? Like, <laughs> What's going to make it worth $800 for me to bring it back in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think it, there's, uh, when I was at the dealership, it was the first thousand miles, you know, cause they want to, they want you to bring it back in. And a lot of times I know when I was in sales the first time, that was one of the selling points is, Hey, when you come in for your thousand mile, I'm going to pay for that. That's going to be on me. Oh, the really? dealership. And that was back when there were different owners and the owners worked every day. Um, and they were hands-on. I worked directly for them. And, you know, when there were certain things that we needed to do to make a deal, I would walk into one of their office and I would say, Hey, this is what I got. You know, do, you know, do we, Oh, he wants a sissy bar or his wife wants this. And I think we can make the deal. They're like, great. Do it. We're, you know, we sell bikes. We, we want this customer to come back. Say we gave them a leather jacket, and then six months down the road, they're like, hey, I'm bringing in my buddy Bob here, and he wants a new bike, and his wife wants a leather jacket. Oh, well, we just got another sale, and, you know, giving them another leather jacket. I mean, it all works out. Yeah. I, I, that was one thing is, hey, your 1,000-mile is uh, first service is included in the sale when, when you buy this bike. Um, and so when you bring it in for that 1,000-mile, you know, that – it comes off the factory and it's brand new, but there, there may be a loose bolt here or, you know, I've told you before, but I bought a brand new 2020 road glide in 2019. And I guess I'm either not paying attention. Well, I, I didn't because when I got home, I walked around the other side of the bike and the side cover was a totally different color. I remember that. It was red, <laughs> but it was a different red. And I'm like, well, that's weird. And I, I was like, well, well, maybe my eyes are messed up. So I literally opened the garage door, went out outside, and I'm like, well, that's a totally different co- cover. And my first thought was, oh, well, when they were, you know, uh, doing the bike inspection, when it comes off the truck and putting it out on the floor, they were doing that bike next to it was that color, and they just got the, you know, cover switched up. You know, wipe it down and push it out and go on to the next one. But no, it, re- it did come from the factory that way. Yeah, well, you you can only see one side of the bike at a time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, getting back to the dealership, um, $85 at an independent shop versus $120, $130 per hour for labor. And I'll tell you, I know mechanics at the dealership. I know them at the independent shop. And they could switch around. The guys at the independent shop, most of them come from a dealership. Yeah, they they're all trained. 
you know, you just, I'm sure there's some independent shops, you know, Hey, I want a job. Oh, can you change oil? I right, go over there. I'm sure there's some like that, but the one I use it, all of their guys are trained. Um, you know, I've had my bike down there and they're like, Hey, we just looked at your tire and, uh, it's got some dry rod or it's got, Oh, we found a nail and we're going to go ahead and, and replace this. I mean, you're going to pay for it, but we can't let you roll out of here, you know, like this. Um, and they do that at the dealership. Me, I, I, like, like you just said, I like dealing with the local guy, a small business. Um, I can walk in right now and talk to the owner of CNC Thunder. If I had an issue or a question or anything, I may have his phone number. I could call him right now and say, hey, um, this or that, you know, can that be done? And he'd be like, well, of course, or no, we can't do that. I mean, you have that relationship, I think, a little bit better at a independent shop than you do a dealership. Yeah, definitely. I agree. And plus... I don't know. I, I have not been into a Harley dealership for a long time because every time you walk in there, I just feel like this pressure that I have to buy something. They want, you know, that's all yeah. they want you for is to yeah. buy a bike. And you can't just go in there and walk around and check things out anymore. Yeah. I mean, it used, it used to be the hangout, um, but we've seen it evident here in the news. Uh, dealerships are getting bought up by big, you know, corporations that own multiple you know, automotive, you know, Ford, Chevrolet, what have you, and they are buying dealerships. We saw that happen. You saw the sign yesterday uh, at Daytona. Did you see that? Yeah. What is it, Ted? Ted something? Yeah, I I forget what it what it is. And and they own some uh, Harley dealerships in Texas, and they own Ford, Chevrolet, and Toyota, and you know they're in the automotive. It's not like you know they were you know, boat salesman and uh, dealership. They went and bought a motorcycle dealership. But, I mean, things will change. You'll see that. Uh, they'll bring in different people. It'll be a different atmosphere, so to speak. I mean, Bike Week will still go on. That's their cash cow there. Um, same thing's happening out in uh, Black Hills. Uh, in uh, the um, dealership there, Black Hills Harley-Davidson. I mean, it... I guess I've been around this long enough to see it change. There's very few in the dealership world, the mom and pop, a individual owner, a family dealership um, in the dealership world uh, with Harley. And, and I don't know about Honda, Kawasaki, any of those. I, I, I can't remember the last time I went in another dealer other than a Harley. How about you? Mm, yeah, I I can't even remember. (laughs) Oh, you know what? It was back back in a while ago when I had my uh, my Honda CB five hundred and fifty and those Hondas. I I think I actually had to go to a Honda shop to try to find some carburetor parts, but they didn't have anything. They didn't. Yeah, yeah, they don't. You have you definitely have to go to uh, an independent shop when you look for for that. I mean, I still have my Honda and an independent shop. Um, which is a V-twin shop. I actually worked on it because they work on, you know, all my other bikes. And I'm like, hey, will you work on the Honda? They're like, yeah, for you, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's that, that's my take. Um, I'll take the independent dealer, uh, independent shop uh, over 
a large dealership uh, any day. Uh, just just me personally. Yeah, I agree. Me too. Just gives you a better feeling. It does, and, and I like it. And I, this, that's a, that's my take. Um, and I like the the guys uh, down there at the shop I use. I mean, I think the world all of them. Of uh, gonna have the owner on the podcast. No, I keep saying that we're gonna get together. Um, I'm gonna have him on and interview him and kind of, and he'll give you the whole backstory of an independent shop and give you the other side of it. And I'll even. I, <clears throat> I've actually talked to the local dealer here and said, Hey, would you come on? Would you be interested? And he's like, yeah. So, and he's getting his feet wet. I mean, he's a brand new dealer. Um, so, so th- those things are coming down the pipeline. So we'll, we'll give the different perspective, but as far as, you know, me, you, I think we kind of line up on why we like the independent, uh, independent shops. Yep. Yep. Dealerships are fun to meet up at, but, yeah, or and buy the forty-five thousand dollar El Diablo. Yeah, right. <laughs> I did, but I well, I, I feel like I got a good deal on this uh, stock and hat. Twenty, I think it was twenty-two dollars. Oh, for a nice little Harley Davidson stock and hat. Okay, twenty-two yeah. bucks. Yeah. Yeah, not bad. I think uh, the Voice of Reason actually bought a f- six dollars sticker. No way. Yeah, the last one. <laughs> really? Well, I, I, you know what? If if you will send me his address, I'll send him some new stickers for free. Oh, he's, he's got one already. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Well, we'll send him some more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got those. I'll send them to you in the mail. Yeah, so oh, back to the Rossmeyer um, selling. They, Hardcore Cycles, they already got their show lined up, the performance show. It's, it's going to be that first Sunday of the bike week again. Yep, I was, I, I, don't, I guess I saw that on Instagram. Yep, that's right. So, so put this in your calendar. So, will you be back from your trip to uh, Key West so we can go to uh, the Supercross? That's Saturday night, right? Yeah, we're, yep. we're gonna we're gonna be back Saturday morning. So, okay, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll be back, okay. and uh, you know, and I'll have everything. Yeah, I'll be down there. I'll be well rested. Yeah, I'll be ready to go to Supercross. Oh yeah, can't wait for that one. That's I was looking at the schedule the other day, and I'm like, man, that's. There's some somewhat close, um, but I'm like, man, you, I've been to Atlanta, uh, and then they used to do it in Charlotte years ago, but, I mean, Daytona, to me, in the Supercross world, Daytona is my favorite. <laughs> it's, it's the Super Bowl. It is. It, I guess because it's Daytona, it's there at the Speedway, but yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be there for that one. Uh, I have not got my tickets yet. They actually called me. So get this, my phone rings, the Daytona Beach number. Huh. Who is that? And they're like, hey, this is so-and-so with the Daytona Speedway. I want to know if you want to renew your tickets for the Supercross. And I'm like, well, I, I mean, I am. And I was on my bike. I was sitting on my bike about to fire it up. And I'm like, well, I'm right in the middle of something. But if you will email me, because uh, I'm actually sitting on my motorcycle and I'm about to take off, I will definitely... Uh, look at that and and purchase those. <laughs> but I was going to talk to you first and see if we all if we wanted to get tickets together, and sit there so we could take our stickers and put them all over the seats we're sitting in. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're just kidding. You know, it'd be cool if um like they had a. Would you go if if during Bike Week if they had a big concert, say like a big Kid Rock or something? Would you even go if they uh, had that Daytona Speedway? That because they, they don't really have that in Daytona. That's more of a Sturgis thing. That yes, that is more 
Yeah, when you're talking about music and, and, and events, um, if I was there for the whole week and it was, you know, I, I'm, it would have to be in the evening. Yeah, if it was a kid rock or, you know, some band I really wanted to see, I, I would probably go. Yeah, I think that'd be like an outdoor venue. I think it'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, over the years going to different bike events, um, I went to concerts. You know, every year in Daytona, you always uh, ride over to the Iron Horse and see David Allen Coe. Yeah. He's, I don't know, 212 years old and still doing it. <laughs> um, which he was not there this, this year. No, he was, he had, did he have COVID? He, he was sick or something. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, uh, yeah he was in pretty bad shape. Yep. Um, but yeah, always stopping there and then all, uh, let's see, two years ago, three years ago. Gosh, I have to go back and remember, um, the Marshall Tucker band, one of my favorite bands from my hometown here in Spartanburg, uh, was at the Iron Horse. Ooh. And, uh, I made a point. I, I saw it, uh, you know, on the calendar and I'm like, well, Doggone, it was that a Friday night. And I'm like, yes, I've made a mental note to definitely. And I went and stayed for a good part of it. And it was packed. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would, I would probably, if it was, you know, some band I wanted to see and, you know, the tickets were not outrageous. Um, I'd pay and, and, and go see a band. Would you? Definitely. I used to go, they used to have some <clears throat> outdoor concerts around here, like the Oz Fest. I, don't know, I think they might have went all around the United States, but okay, that was, yeah. that was a good like outdoor festival. It was fun. So I, I think in a biker rally, you know, uh, atmosphere, I think, I think it would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I happen to pop into a place and there's a pretty decent band, you know, I'll always stay around and listen to it a little bit. Uh, like when you go on Main Street uh, in, uh, in Daytona, all the places in there have different bands. And there's kind of like a group of performers that are kind of the Bike Week performers, say like Jasmine Kane. Yep. Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of cover bands in there. And they some of them have a big following because you'll oh, go yeah. to like the full moon. And yep. you know, I'll start talking to some people, and they're, and they're from there, and they're like, "Yeah, we come out, we, we follow these this band all around Florida." Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, so, yeah I, I've done that, and um, I see. What is the other band? Oh, Hairball. Have you ever seen Hairball? Oh, yep, yep. Okay, they always play Daytona, and they played Milwaukee. I've seen them a lot of places: Myrtle Beach, Cali. Uh, uh, they were, God, were they in Sturgis one time? Maybe. Uh, who did I see? I saw somebody in Sturgis. Who did I? Oh, Travis Tripp. Yep. I didn't even plan on it. We had rode out to the full throttle and walked out the back, and I'm like, that sounds familiar. And the closer we got, I'm like, oh, it's Travis Tripp. <laughs> <laughs> and so we stayed around for a few songs and, uh, and saw him um, in Milwaukee. Uh, for the Harley Davidson anniversaries, they always have some pretty big name acts, and that's now that's a ticketed event. Uh, you kind of you read you register before it, and you kind of you get a wristband and all kinds of stuff, and that gets you into all the functions. 
uh, that Harley puts on. Yep, and that, most of the time that includes one or two or three nights of concerts. Is that how it's going to be this summer when they have their big? In, in I don't the, know because when you click on that link there, it says uh, more details to follow or TBA or whatever. Okay, but it it, it looks. I mean, it's a, the hundred and twentieth, so I know they'll they'll throw out some stuff. The the hundred and fifth was pretty wild. I mean, you had. Uh, Bruce Springsteen. Uh, who else did I see? Los Lonely Boys, or no, was that one ten? Oh, it all runs together. I've seen a, I've seen more bigger name acts at the hundredth, hundredth, hundred fifth, ten, fifteen. I've been to four or five of them. Yeah, I remember that the, I have anywhere. The one hundredth year anniversary one that was huge because that was. Right around the time I got my bike, my first bike, my first Harley, yeah. and, and I remember one of the local rock stations here. They sent the girl that worked there. They sent her out to the Milwaukee, really? yeah, for the party. And it was, yeah, she was re- reporting live from the 100th anniversary party. And do do you remember who the headliner was? Oh, I don't. It's awful, Elton John. Oh, jeez, put you to sleep. Boas and big glasses. I mean, that's really biker attire, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, it's there's a video of it. You you'll have to Google it. I mean, it's you got to think that's been years and years ago, uh, twenty years ago, matter of fact. People started booing and throwing things because they didn't announce who the big name act was. Oh, and he just came out and, and he came out, and people were like, "What?" <laughs> I mean, it was ridiculous. And throughout the years, there have been people with the motor company. I know a few of them, that, or one in particular, who is still there. When somebody brings that up, he just holds it. He's like, oh, we, we really messed up right there. <laughs> and he always I was not in charge of that. <laughs> but can you imagine, it's... um. So I'm trying to think where that concert was. So there's the Summerfest Grounds, which is a huge concert venue with probably four or five stages. And then there's another place called the Riverfront. And it has an area where a stage is set up. And that's where that was. Okay. And there's there's probably 25, 30,000 people in there. And then here comes out Elton John. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> this summer it's gonna it's gonna be huge too. I, I I'm looking forward to that. Yes, we need to get together and, and put together our dates. And uh, we're actually now I have been looking at places to rent because we're right. going to an Airbnb near downtown, but not downtown. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll hash that out pretty soon. But yeah, we'll we'll have to get going. <laughs> so. The Road King, your Road King. What's what's going on with that? Any uh, well, any bites? Any nibbles? Uh, just a few here and there. Um, you know, a marketplace. It's real easy for people to sit on the couch in their underwear and ask you a million questions. And I don't mind answering questions. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of scams out there, but uh, I've had some interest. Um, everybody wants to trade me a Dodge truck. I don't need a Dodge truck. So you're saying the guy that's going to tell you that he's giving you $5,000 more than your asking price 
that's a scam? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's in the checks in the mail. <laughs> yeah. And his buddy's going to come pick it up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's out of the country. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, a few little nibbles, but uh, nothing, nothing definite. I still own it. Um, yeah. so I, I haven't been riding it. I've been riding the Softo. I, I saw that looking good. So, is it, you think it's slowed down a little bit in your area because of the holidays coming up? The holidays, of uh, the weather, um, yeah, just kind of a lull right now. Yep. Uh, the time change that that makes it even worse. Oh yeah, thanks. Um, but there'll be some nice days, and you know it's. Uh, a road king's not for everybody, so it's going to take that person that really wants that particular bike and the way I, you know, and the parts and how have it, how I have it uh, set up. But yeah, it'll sell. Oh yeah. I mean, I, it's not that I put this outrageous price on it, but I know there will be, you know, an offer and back and forth. I mean, I I get that. So you know, everybody likes to throw yeah. out an offer. Yeah. They feel like they get a good deal. Yeah, and. and I'll I'll make somebody a deal. It's a great bike, uh, tons of great parts on it. Not hurt, immaculate. I mean, I take care of my equipment, and uh, it's ready to go. I mean, only thing you got to do to it is put your tag and your insurance, and it's probably I've probably got a full tank of gas. So that's good, and, and pay me, and off you go. Off you go. <laughs> yeah, I know. with with this time change thing, with it getting dark so early, I definitely noticed my. On the road glide, I need some light upgrade. I can't see anything with those lights from 2007. <laughs> Jesus. You know how, like, when you're riding with someone, you pull up at a light, and uh, you can kind of see your headlights in, in the tail tailgate in front of mm-hmm. you? So, you know, Bob and I pull up, and I look over, and his, his lights are nice and bright and white, and mine are dingy yellow. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, God, that's horrible. <laughs> Yes, you are going to. So, what are you going to go with? Are you going to go uh, electric lighting company? Are you going to go custom dynamics? Uh, Here's my suggestion. And the two companies I named are not sponsors, and I bought both of their products, and I like them both. Hogworks has a killer light. Hogworks? What? Now, is it like like? H-O-G-W-O-R-K-Z. Yep. But what does the light look like? Does it look like a daymaker? Um, like, does it have those, like, the, all the little the little circles? Like, five circles? Uh, no, they have a few different ones. They have to have a chrome version and a black version. Yep. To me, because I, I saw one at uh, Sturgis, and I'm like... I really like that. I don't know why I didn't get that for my road glide, but I'd already got rid of the road glide at the time. Uh, Cause they always have a big set up there at J and P. Oh, oh, with uh, yeah. With Hogworks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I run their, uh, their uh, side lights on my front forks. Okay. Yeah. I've seen those. Yep. So, well, Pretty I was good stuff. Like on my FXR, I got Moons MC. Yep. You ever hear of them? So yeah, I got, well, you told me about them. I looked them up. Pretty cool stuff. Yeah, I got their headlight, taillight, and they have a road glide set up. It looks like it looks like their fly eye. They call it. It's like a it's it's an LED headlight, but okay. so you can get it in like the yellow t- tint, or you can get it in just regular white. 
and it's you know it's just plug and play. It's the whole setup, put it right in. But it's six hundred bucks. Mm, yeah, they're not cheap. No, but I don't know. I might have to get it. Ah, uh, yeah. Now, now, I'm not condoning this, but I had a friend of mine who had an old style road glide, and he showed up one day, and I'm like, "That's a good looking light." And I thought he went and bought the Daymaker. And he's like, "No, it's the Amazon special." And I'm like, "You're kidding me." And he's like, "No." And he showed me on his phone. I'm like, okay. So I get to looking at it. And the more I look at it, I'm like, man, that thing is a copy of the Daymaker from Harley, which is $900 probably. And he ended up selling that bike. And a guy come and traded it at the local independent shop that I hang out at sometimes. And I looked at it again. And so we're in there in the shop. And I'm like, I pointed at it. And I'm like, that light look expensive. And the guy across the, the counter, they goes, yeah, that's one of those whatever. And I'm like, well, you just think it is. And so we get up and get to looking at it. And he says, I can't tell the difference. And the one he has over here on the counter, under the counter for sale, and the one in that bike. And the one in the bike was Amazon special for like 110 bucks. <laughs> yeah, that. well, my buddy has a road glide and he has those amazon day makers and i think they were 100 and 130 bucks on amazon plug yeah. and play and yeah they're bright and um yeah i mean because i looked at the custom dynamics ones and they wanted i think with eight hundred dollars for those yeah. they're very they're cheaper for the newer model oh for the 15 plus yeah yeah so then i saw that and i'm like oh the 600 dollar moons mc one doesn't seem so bad now yeah yeah yeah, so. C- custom dynamics is very good quality stuff, and I will give them this: I've bought quite a few pizza, uh, pieces and parts from those guys, and I've had one or two things go wrong, and they I called them, and they sent me a new part. Well, that's good. So their warranty is jam up, and actually, I had one uh, a tail light to go out years ago. This is four or five years ago, and I was in Myrtle Beach. And I went to Paul, and I'm like, hey, I bought these quite a while ago. They're custom dynamics. And he's like, hold on. And he brings me one. He said, bring me your other one. I'm like, okay. And I hand it to him. He goes, I'll get this replaced. He's like, here, here's a brand new one. I'm like, okay. Because he looked at it. He's like, oh, yeah, custom dynamics. And he handed me one. He said, yeah, I'll get it replaced. And he took it out of a brand new pack. Nice. Yeah, I think, uh, like, Moon's MC, it's the guy, the owner is Tommy Moons, and I think it's a pretty small company. Yeah, but I bet you their um, their return policy is probably pretty good. If you got a problem, I bet you they take care of it. They they seem pretty legit. Yeah, you know, and every, everything I got from them is always good quality mm-hmm. and uh, bright. So I, I that might be the the option I go for lighting. Yeah, because as a you know, you're going to get called out, you know, in the dark more now because you know the time change. Yeah. yeah, you will definitely need some LED. And and the running lights, too. That makes a huge difference. Yeah, so, yeah, I was looking at those. I'm going to get those. Those aren't, those aren't that bad. And uh, then I'm going to get the load equalizer so they don't get the hyper flash. But that, they make they make a, a plug-and-play kit for that, too. Just plug it right into the harness, and boom, you're done. Yep, and that'll be fun taking that uh, fairing off. Oh, yeah, well, finally, my My Machinist bracket gate uh, gauge bracket is going to be here tomorrow so Ooh. so tomorrow yeah, so, so tomorrow's a big day you know i'm okay. going, going to pick up the road glide from my buddy's shop 
Chop Shop Moto. And then if it, I, I, I'm going to look at the weather because if it's going to be nice, I'm not going to rip it apart yet. Might take it for a few last rides. Oh, yeah. But if it's going to start looking cold, um, the fairing's coming off. I'm going to get rid of that radio, relocate my gauges. I got my Bluetooth adapter, JL Audio, already in. I got all the parts, my new speakers, new amp. Man. Yep. Uh, um, a wiring kit for the amp. Also, I got up there. Yep. Bunch of stuff. So, yeah, so I'll have no, no more radio. The gauges will be up there. Boxes and boxes of new parts. Yep. Getting rid of all the plastic. Cool. And yeah, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna clean up the wiring too. I'm gonna internally wire the handlebars. Oh, okay, and yeah. run it down through the middle. And yeah, run it down through the middle because I think once I get rid of all that plastic, I'm not gonna want to have the wires dangling. So I'll have them run right down the middle. Yeah. Show show off those uh, thrashing supply rises. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So yeah, so if the weather's looking like it's gonna turn, I'm gonna be in the garage working on the road glide. So what did you do when you when you move the gauges and you do that? The top tree, is it just the stock top tree? Yes. Yep. So it'll be just the stock black top tree. I, I try to look around to see if anybody makes a different, like a, maybe a chrome top tree, but it, everything's for 2014 and up. So yeah. like nobody what really about, makes. What about Geezer Glide? Oh, I didn't check them out. Let me check them out. Okay. Look, look them up because I know they make some stuff for the older bikes. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, I've, I've seen their stuff. And maybe Todd Cycle. Oh, Todd Cycle. Yeah, they got some Todd Cycles. They got cool rises. They so. do. Um, I, I was looking at those. I really, really like them. They don't have any chrome, though. Uh, it seems like they're out of stock. I think if I emailed them or, or, or something or put it in my cart and it said out of stock, uh, I know what it says. Uh, email us and we'll let you know when it's back in stock. That's that's what it was, and I hadn't heard back from them. So, so I, I don't know what I'm. I, don't know, I really like the thrashing stuff. Yeah, the thrashing really stuff. good quality. Yeah, because you know everything's forty nine millimeter now, and I got the forty one millimeters, and I really yeah. want to put some legends in there. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Once it once it's all apart, you never know what's going to go in there. Oh yeah, yeah, that ought to be. You need to. Um, set up and video some of this yes that's a good idea you know do, do you need me to send you a gopro i got a gopro okay you got a gopro but you can send me one if you want okay well i mean i have three oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'd be cool to set it up on time lapse yeah I don't, I don't know how to use them all that well oh neither do i <laughs> i'm just me and technology i'm still trying to learn i mean we're going to go to a new platform to record the podcast but i just I was reading a little bit on it, and I'm like, uh, just I, we're just gonna have to do some testing and to make sure that um, I, I do it right and I don't lose. I'd hate to have a whole episode, and we've done this before, and and lose it. Yeah, that's 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 no fun. No, it's not fun at all. But talking about radios and all that. And we talked about going and seeing bands and concerts and all when we're at Bike Week. What about music when you ride? Yeah, I, you know, I, I think, yeah, like the Cop Glide was the first bike I actually had that had a radio. So, really? 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Right. Was that, that was your first touring bike. Yeah. Well, okay. yeah. First. Yeah. With the real fairing and everything. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, so I enjoyed it. I, I like it. So, you know, if I'm cruising by myself, back roads or something, I, I like to listen to a little music. And it's usually some country music. I don't know why I've been listening to country music, but <laughs> I remember I went to a Toby Keith concert. Oh, Toby Keith. Yeah. Oh, Never was been great. a cowboy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and uh, it was, it was a lot of, a lot of girls there. It was oh. good music. And all it was just a great time, and ever since then, um, so Toby Keith, uh, so you start listening to Toby, and then you get the other, the other country stars, and you start listening to their songs, and pretty soon you you listen to a bunch of country songs. You're just all cowboyed out, riding around yeah. on Harley. Yeah, all right, so on the back roads, I like to listen to it, but I don't know. Then when I come up to a set of lights or something, I usually turn it down. I don't want anybody listening to my music. Yeah, because it's your music, not everyone else's. Yeah, so. Uh, you know, pull into a gas station, music blaring, it's not for me. Uh, yeah, not not for me either. And when you're uh, in either Myrtle Beach or Daytona or Sturgis, there's so many radios and they're all so loud, it all runs together and you don't know what you're listening to. Yeah, no. So go, if I'm going down Main Street in Daytona, the radio is off and I'm listening to everything else going around. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, you, you kind of be... You got to know your surroundings on Main Street in Daytona. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, because you might get uh, run over or, you know, the cops will jump out and stop traffic. Have you ever had that? This was crazy. I don't know, four or five years ago, or it was pretty packed. And we got there, you know, as the sun was going down. So not the perfect time to be cruising down Main Street. <laughs> and we get down there and a cop jumps there in front of us. And I'm like, what have we done? And I'm looking over at Dwayne, and he's stopping traffic, and he's like letting it thin out. Because I mean, it was wall to wall, and I would say probably two or three cycles of the light at the end, uh, going out to A1A. Yep. Uh, it cleared out, and then he let us go, and then we we just went on. But we got turned, and Dwayne's like, "What was that all about?" I said, "We I guess thinning out traffic." <laughs> and then once we got out and turned, you know, all the traffic had, you know, kind of spread out. And I'm like, that's exactly what they were doing. It just got too packed. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I love people watching down there. So I'll stand there and you'll see, you know, the cops walking up and down. And you'll, yeah. see, you'll see a guy come up with uh, no sunglasses on or something. And oh, the, yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh, the cop's going to go right over to him. Yep. Sure enough. Pull over. Got him, buddy, because that's the law. Yeah, yep. I've seen that a bunch. Yeah, it, but yeah. So, I mean, is there? So you said you like country, and do you now when you run your Lexan, do you do you listen to it in the headset too? Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay, like on yeah. a on like on a long trip. Yeah, I'll put it. Yeah, I got I got a playlist on my phone. Anything from like, you know, Eminem, Toby Keith, Prince. Oh wow! Vanilla Ice. You know, oh, it, Ice Ice Baby. Yeah, everything. I, I like everything. I do too. I'm I'm about the same way. I mean, I probably listen to more oldies, we'll say, because that's kind of my dad got me growing up. That's what he listened to. Yeah. You know, he's born in '50, so I mean, his, his music is pretty much '60s through '70s. 
Yep. Yeah. My dad was born in 1952 and uh, he loved George Strait. My dad loves George Strait. <laughs> my dad's not a country guy at all. <laughs> Speaking of George Strait, this just hit, uh, I don't know if it was our local news, but somewhere here in the region I live in where the tickets for the George Strait concert are like three grand. Did you see that? So it's George Strait and this, who, who's he playing with? Those two other guys. I don't know. On the venue. But... I just saw that too. Yeah. Now that's a concert I wouldn't go to. You would not. Three thousand dollars? Oh heck, heck no, no. <laughs> I mean, not even three hundred thirty, maybe. <laughs> I mean, wow. And I've seen George Strait probably four or five times uh, over the years, but no, not yeah, not not paying three grand, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I like the country. Uh, I mean, I'll, I've got some of the vanilla ice in there. Uh, do I have any M and M? I don't think I do. I hope not. I think I do. No, I'm... Uh, let's see. I tell you what, I do have, and this is my favorite motorcycle song. Maybe you can tell me yours. Think about it. My favorite motorcycle song, and I have actually looked for it and hit play as I was taking off, is Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band. Roll me away. That's a good one. That is a great one. It's a motorcycle song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you ever get the CD that Harley put out called Road Songs? No. I've got one somewhere. I mean, I don't have a CD player, so I don't know how I'd play it. Um, <laughs> but I mean, do you still have a CD player? Um, I think my truck has a CD player. I've never really. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a 2014, so I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I've got that. And there's some pretty cool songs, uh, you know, Steppenwolf, uh, of course, the biker anthem. Um, and, you know, Born to be Wild. Let's see, what's some other ones? You get what into about... some Wild Hogs thing here. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Wild Hogs. Yeah, I mean, I like to put on my denim vest, my Wild Hogs patch, and Jesus. hit some uh, Steppenwolf, Born to be Wild, and hope the Del Fuegos don't chase me down. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to tell you a, a location in Daytona. And never show up to meet you. I don't know. <laughs> hey, I got a story about music. So, well, let, let, what? What about? So, if I had to listen to only a few songs, say I'm going from here to a buddy's house, forty minutes, I could yeah. put on Waylon Jennings and listen to that album. I, I could listen to the entire album. Yeah. So, all right. So, all right. And and before that, before I liked country, I could listen to Guns N' Roses was my favorite. And I could listen to that Appetite for Destruction. Okay. The whole CD. You know, it just happened to be my favorite song was Night Train. My okay. first bike was a Night Train. Yeah. You know, so it's like, <laughs> I thought that was cool back then. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about, and I sent you this, uh, Riding High and Feeling Mean by Eddie Webb. That's a good song. I, I, uh, I never heard it before, but I listened to it when you sent it to me. I don't know where I found that. I have no, I, I was trying to remember where that popped up and I had it in my, do you ever use Shazam? I used to, yeah. Just to find out who sang it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be yeah. somewhere and I'm like, Oh yeah, I know that song, but I need to do that. So I'll remember it. And you know, you can hit it in your iTunes and, and it'll populate over there. But this dude has all kinds of motorcycle songs. Yeah, I mean, well, that, I mean, that, that riding high and feeling mean. I mean, that guy. I mean, he he sounds like he brushes his teeth with sandpaper and 
washes his mouth out with Jack Daniels. Well, he's standing next to a knucklehead. He must be a badass. Yeah, I mean, really. (laughs) Yeah, so if you're out there, just Google this guy or iTunes him. Um, Eddie Webb, W-E-B-B, riding high and feeling mean. Yeah, I'll throw that on. The Bob Seger, the Waylon Jennings. um, Any of the older country, you know, Hank Williams Sr., I can, some of that I like, but some of it's pretty slow and kind of like some faster music when I'm riding. I hear you. Can't, ri- can't drive 65, 55. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who, who, ri- who drives 55 anyway? <laughs> Nobody. All right, let's 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 get out of the old man talking about <laughs> country music. Let's talk, let's talk about some revelant motorcycle stuff. Some What's up? Anything new on your new build? <sighs> no. No, no. I mean, I have, I've kind of put a parts list together. Okay. I'm teeter tottering on one manufacturer versus another. As far as motor or? No, uh, parts. Okay. Bars and risers. Oh, come on. Well, you know, CNC Thunder's a thrashing dealer now, so. I know. I I mean, look at the Hoffman design stuff. Oh, I don't know. Oh, you know what? That um, Moons MC, they make some pretty cool floorboards for a really good price. Really? Yeah, they're pretty cool. I think they're 250 bucks, And they're pretty wow. cool looking floorboards. You can get them in any color, gold. I'm writing that down as we speak. Yeah, because uh, they got some pretty cool stuff. Yeah, check out their website. Okay. And, um, yeah. Yeah, because... Yeah. How much is Hoffman getting for his rises these days? Five ninety five. Yeah, so that's right up there with like thrashing. Mm-hmm. Boards are five ninety five. Five ninety five. Holy Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, check out check out Moons. And where was I saw some other ones? Oh, um, Cross Thread Cycle. Cross Thread Cycle. Okay, I met that guy. He's from yeah. Pennsylvania. Oh, cool. He was in Daytona at one of the very first V Twin Visionary shows. Oh, nice. At yeah. the skate park. Oh, yeah, I remember that skate park. Do you remember, that used to be the Limp Nicky lot. Do you remember that? Yep. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yep, I have some cool video of that and a dude skateboarding out there of that whole that whole show. Man, that oh. was a cool show. Now, it was in the dirt. Yep. Um, but, you know, everybody had their tent set up, and, I mean, they outgrew that. Like, yeah, that... That was a big show. I remember my buddy Zach, who has Chop Shop Cycles, when he went to Daytona that year, he went, yeah, I don't think he's been back for a while, but he went to Daytona and that Limp Nicky lot was a big thing. That's where we were going to meet up and stuff. And Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. I'm excited about what, what Daytona will be this coming year. I agree. Yeah, me too. But yeah, I mean, there's a ton of parts out there. I mean, Boosted Brad stuff there in Tennessee. killer stuff i'm talking and i have you know i've seen his stuff up close and on a bike it it stands out because and hoffman's does too and thrashing it's it stands out because you know they're chrome or they're powder coated they just have that design that doesn't look like um the belt well nothing against belt well i've had their stuff it i still run on belt well bars yeah, the all the other risers they just have. I don't know. They look more unique than the Beltwell. 
Yeah, there's I don't know some of the rises. There's just too much stuff going on. That's why I really like the thrashing stuff. It's it's clean, it's simple, and it's still good looking. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Yeah. Booster Booster Brad stuff is cool, but it, it gets a little yeah. Too much going on for me. For me. Okay. Yeah. A bit. I mean, handmade or I say handmade. It's machine made here in the U.S. And that, yeah. Oh yeah. What, yeah. You know what? What I, I like about it all. It. Um, yeah. You know, it has the the imperfections of the tool markings and and not imperfections, but you know the how it's machined and all that. I just think that's cool. Yeah. yeah it just looks really cool on a bike. But yeah, I hadn't decided on what will be on that bike so that that will be coming here in the next month or so all right so is it you definitely is it is it going to be a purchase or this is that still oh no it's going to be i just hadn't completed it all okay all right yeah i'm just um been dragging my feet i've had not other projects but some other things in front of it that i'd kind of already committed to okay and so I'm, i'm getting those out of the way and then i'll get to that but it, but you better get going if it's going to be ready for Daytona. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Unless, I mean, I well, I didn't buy a lotto, so I would say if I hit the lotto, I went and bought an El Diablo. But. Yeah. Somebody in California won that billions. Yeah. <laughs> How many El Diablos can you buy with $2 billion? I don't know, but I'd buy a lot of bikes. <laughs> can you imagine? I mean, you would – I would I, – I, I would be hurting. I would buy so many bikes. I can't even imagine. I don't even want to talk about it. No, oh, yeah. We'll just, all we'll right. Go. So, all right, I got a question for you then. Ask me. All right. If Harley Davidson didn't even exist, like it, we just it just didn't exist. What do you think you would be riding? What would be in your garage? Honda Goldwing. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. And I still may buy one. But no, if. If I had never got into Harley and Harley was not a thing, it would be Honda. Okay. It would, a yeah. Valkyrie, Goldwing, Shadow. I like all of those bikes. All the metric cruises? You would like the Kawasaki Vulcan? Is that, what, is that a thing? Uh, Well, I like the Star, which is Yamaha. Oh, yeah. The V-Star? Yes. My uncle had one. He had a couple. Yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty cool. Man, he had one. It was an 1800 CC. He would walk off and leave me. Oh yeah, shaft driven. Those things oh, move. Unbelievable! It was black. It was had chrome. He now this is funny on those bikes. If you think exhaust is expensive on a Harley, uh, back in the day, go buy one for a metric bike. Really? Because you could only go to the dealership. Nobody had those, and even if you could, now the, again, this was late nineties into the early two thousands up to about 10, 2010, 2012. Not a lot of people worked on those bikes and put parts on them. No, they weren't. The, they, I mean, they were popular, but not. Yeah, I, I, I want to say he spent over two grand on a set of pipes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, some of the. Back then, 10 years ago, 12 years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Like HPI pipes are almost two grand these days. Yeah, now. Yeah. But, I mean, when he told me that 12 years ago, that's crazy. Wow, that wow, that's that's up there. But it sounded awesome. Yeah, but that I would be a Honda. Um, you know, out of all of them if you lined them all up, all the metrics or anything, even the, the British Triumphs, 
any of those. Well, I forgot about those. Yeah. Um, I would go Honda. <clears throat> yeah, just because from my motocross, I used to ride Hondas. So, so, so yeah. how about you? What What's your answer? Yeah, I think if if there was no such thing as Harley, I think you're right. I would have a, a Honda Goldwing for like my touring bike, mm-hmm. and then I'd have an a Honda CB750 like cafe style. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would do. Yeah, I would definitely stick with Hondas. Yeah, I mean they are they are awesome bike. I love to go look at them when we're um, in Daytona, Sturgis, you know, anywhere that they have you know the whole lineup kind of out there where you can you know see them. Yeah, Honda they tried coming out with that 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 chopper thing a couple of years ago. Maybe it was longer than that. But do you remember that bike? Yeah, what was that? Thing? I can't I can't remember the name. I can picture it in my head. You didn't. I saw a couple in Daytona. I didn't. You don't see many of them around. No, I don't uh, think they lasted. I'll tell you. I'm going to look it up right now. But I had a guy come in to trade one when I was in sales at the dealership. And so when, when metric bikes come in, you called the guy that bought the metric bikes. Or when an Indian came in, we called the Indian guy. Or back then, we called the Victory guy. And boy, you didn't want to get a trade number from the victory guy because it was awful. <laughs> Those things dropped like a, they they wouldn't even give you half thirty minutes after you bought it. I guess they, I guess they still make them. It's called the Honda Fury. Yes, the yeah, that's what I was just pulling up. Yeah, and I, I, there's a 2022 model, so I guess they still make those things. Really? Huh? Honda Fury. That was a cool bike. Um, I mean, still is. I mean, I, I just pulled it up. Wow. Yeah, so I guess they... 11.5. Wow. Yeah, they skipped 2021, and the 22 lineup is is here to stay. Hmm. Really? And it yeah. comes in what color? Hmm. Uh, Your only color is yellow. Yeah, yellow. Well, I see a red yellow. Yellow, blue. All right, that's enough of that. Yeah, but no, it, it would definitely be Honda for me. Okay. Yep. Same here. Yep. All right. That's well, good. Uh, that, well, okay. Say you went in somewhere and there was a super, super, I'm talking smoking deal on a Goldwing. Like, really good. Would you buy it? Like, and Harley existed? Yeah, like t- tomorrow. <laughs> um, I don't think so. I, don't, I no, because I have a road glide. Once you road glide, you just don't go back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there, there ain't no coming back from a road glide. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I can't. I can't believe you sold your 06 road glide. And now you get now. I'm gonna get another one. I know. Oh, well, I, I almost slipped up there. I don't want to tell anybody if I. <laughs> no, I don't want our listeners to know what you get. Do you know how many road glides they make? Made then and now. I know. I think they're getting overpopulated. What do you think? They could be, but since I'm new to the roguelike game, I don't care. I love them. I, I do too. Um, on, you, you said you like, like the Rogue King. I, I, I like them all, but no, the, my, the Rogue King's my favorite, hands down. Okay. Is that why, that's why he's selling it. <laughs> you can always <laughs> buy another one. Though. I know. Jeez. <laughs> I mean... For me right now, the only two bikes in my garage need to be an FXR and a Roguelite. There's, there's, there's nothing else in my mind. That's that's all I got. There's, 
everything else can just disappear. Yeah. So. Okay. I, and I like the FXR. I mean, I, I look at them quite a bit. Yeah. I'm looking at mine right now. <laughs> and you're glad you didn't sell it. Oh, yeah. I'm glad I didn't sell it. Yeah. Very I glad. Am, I am too, because maybe you can get a bigger trailer and you can bring it to Daytona and I can ride it. Yeah, definitely. I did. We did. Uh, I did pick up a little trail, a little uh, ten foot trail that I'm gonna have for Daytona this year. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna go open trailer because usually we pull an enclosed trailer and it just get like nine miles to the gallon. Yeah. <laughs> so, how many bikes can you fit on this trailer? This trailer I can fit two, two, two road glides. Okay. Yeah, so that's all we need. Okay. And if um if the voice of reason does end up going, we can always just uh. I, so I was actually thinking about taking my FX out of Daytona this year. So, so everybody that went to Daytona last year, they're all in line to go this coming year. Oh yeah, yep, yep. So actually, one of my buddies from Indiana, Dave, he uh, he got into a bad wreck about three weeks ago. Oh goodness. Yeah, he busted up some ribs. He had a 2007 Ultra CVO Ultra, whatever you call it. But it was that nice blue color. He totaled that bike. Oh man! And the insurance gave company gave him seventeen thousand dollars, so he's gonna go out and buy a brand new bike this weekend, I think. Really? Yep. He wants he wants a brand new. Well, not, I don't think it's a brand new, like a 20, 2020. He wants another ultra. He was looking at one of the uh, the Apex models. Oh yeah, yeah. Those those paint jobs are cool. At first, he wanted a Pan America, which uh, I wasn't trying to steer him away from it. I said, yeah, it's a great bike, but he's more of a He's more of a traveler, so he, you know, I don't know if the Pan America would be perfect for him. Yeah, but, um, yeah, we're we're gonna do that. So when we get to Daytona next next March, we're gonna do the demos. We're gonna ride the Pan American. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. So back to that story. So yeah, he's he's feeling better. He's coming to well, Daytona, good. yeah, and he'll have a brand new bike. Yeah, so you'll get to meet him. Awesome. Yep. So yeah, all the guys, all the guys that usually go are going. So we're gonna have a big group. Well, good. And and as we're going to Daytona, are we camping or are we condoing? You know what? I I almost feel like, you know, listening to other podcasts and the camping, it just seems so. It, it seems like a lot of fun, but with my situation, I can't really sleep in a tent with no power. Yeah. I need my sleep machine. Yeah. It's, oh. Uh, like, like I told you before, I, what, two years ago, uh, I stayed, oh no, last October, I stayed at the Daytona 200, uh, club campground right down the street from the speedway and in a tent and it was fine up until the rain came. <laughs> um, but you're not in the tent all day. You sleep there, but I like to sleep and get a good night's sleep so I can get up early, eat breakfast and stay gone all day. Yeah, I mean, camping, for a night, maybe for a night. Yeah, hang out around the campfire, but man, just packing all of that stuff. I know it's tough, but is there a better feeling than waking up in the morning, rolling out of your tent, nice and early, drinking a coffee, staring at your bike? The campfire is dwindling, mm-hmm. and you know you get that smell. It's just, I don't, it I, is it, that. Yes, that is very cool, and yeah. I love that. But golly, carpet and a condo with nice hot showers, and you know, multiple coffee 
pots with multiple hot yeah. cups of coffee. <laughs> oh, I, I definitely couldn't go to a, a bike rally and, and camp all week. I, that's definitely out of the question. Oh, my goodness. You know, even if I didn't wear a sleep machine, I'm not doing that. No, I just – no. this year in Sturgis, 105 degrees. Huh. I, I, I mean, no way. And do you watch any of the YouTube videos of the buffalo chip? A little bit. Oh my! It looks like a dust ball in there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I just well, there's one guy. What is his name? Uh, Marine Rider. I watched some of his video, and he has a podcast also. And he was talking about that after day four, he had not slept because everybody around them stayed up. <laughs> well, that the first night I would have been gone, but he, we're talking four or five days into this thing. Jeez. No way. No, nah, not for me. Nope. Now, it, it, I'll tell you this. At uh, the Daytona 200, they will call you down if you're noisy. Oh, really? Yes. They will. They tell you, like, uh, we had gotten in pretty late, say 11 o'clock, and some guys come in at like 2 or 3 that morning. Well, they have people that stay up all night, and they stopped them. They're like, hey, cut it off and coast in here. Jeez. Because we got people sleeping. Because <laughs> when you ride through, it's not a big place. It's maybe two acres, and it's pretty packed in. We'll have to ride out there, and I'll show it to you. All right. It's a cool place. Um, I mean, down by where the swap meet is, there's a bunch of people camping out there. It's, I mean, you can camp anywhere down yeah. there. It's just, man, I, I like a nice bathroom. Um, yeah. Yeah. Not that I watch TV while I'm at bike. I don't even watch TV at home. No, I don't watch. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, I like to have somewhere nice to sleep. Um, but you, you know, it's funny. Every time we do watch TV when we're in Daytona, the show that comes up that we so we're all sitting around getting ready to do something, and the show Cheaters is on <laughs> every single year, and it's like we're all standing around the TV watching Cheaters. It's like, like let's go, we're out of here. I know that show you're talking about. I, I may have caught an episode or two. That's, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, uh, I stayed in a condo uh, three or four years ago, and I figured out how to turn the TV on. I never could figure out the volume. Oh, boy. It was hilarious. We There's this TV on, and I could, it was like the remote didn't work, nor could you press the, and so I left it on like one day, and I'm like, well, maybe it'll pop on or something as I'm going, and I come back in, and I finally just turned it off. It was the craziest thing. And I, I, I don't even know who I was telling and while we were down there. I think it was my buddy Rodney. He's like, do you ever uh, find the volume on the TV? And I'm like, no, I think <laughs> it's broke. The TV works, but the volume doesn't. But Yeah, volume is done. I mean, could we uh, – why don't we do this? I know you live close, but Laconia this coming year. Why don't we camp one night up there somewhere? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> i put you on the spot <laughs> yeah I, I can talk about it but i don't know if i could actually go through with it you got a camper yeah oh, oh yeah I'll, I'll, oh you want to camp in the camper that's fine yeah, yeah. oh okay yeah because then we got power yeah we'll do that <laughs> you know what you can come to my house and you can stay in the camper if you want all week oh and we'll just have a campfire in your yard exactly <laughs> And we can we can edit it and make it look like we're at a campsite. Is it, I'm in. All right. 
And or you could just pull it, you know, a few miles down the road out on one of the lakes up there. Yeah, we could. <laughs> and then when we when we're tired and want to go to bed, we you go home and and I'll go to the hotel or stay in your be- guest bedroom. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Deal. We we want the experience. We just don't want everything else that comes with it. I know it, it does seem so fun though. Like I see I see all the the campouts are a big thing these days, and I see them all the ride out there, and it. it I'm I'm jealous because I can't do it, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I, like I'm jealous because it looks fun, but would I really want to be there? Like, if I was there, would I be having fun? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I'm the same way. Yeah. So, well, what about uh, do you follow um, HD Biker Babe on Instagram? Uh, probably. Uh, she's from Canada. She was on another podcast, uh, Fast Life, uh, a couple months back. And she talked about that's what she does. She camps, and she camps in a hammock. Oh, I've heard that. I, no, I couldn't do that. I just, yeah. And there's another, I'm uh, some YouTube or Instagram. I don't know. They uh, they do a lot of moto camping. It's a husband and wife team. Okay. And, and they they moto camp. That's what they call it. Maybe the moto campers or something. I don't know. I mean, that would be... the only TV I watch is something YouTube that has to do with motorcycles. Yeah, that's. I only watch YouTube. That's all I do. I do too. I couldn't tell you the last time I watched a regular television show uh-uh. for anything. But no. Well, so while we end up this episode, we end it with what's in your saddlebag, or what do you want in your saddlebag, or what should you have in your saddlebag? You tell me. Let's start off with you. What's in your saddlebag this week? Uh, in my saddlebag this week, and I haven't got them yet, but they're coming, but a new pair of gloves. Oh, you took my saddlebag. <laughs> I should have went first. That's why I gave it to you. <laughs> so that'll be on our next episode. Uh, we'll talk about a new pair of gloves that we're going to get. Yeah. I like uh, but I'll tell you what's on my feet. What's on your feet? Ooh, my Indy Ridge boots. Definitely. Mine too. Yeah, now that the weather is, you know, getting down, we're, you know, 50 degrees at night here. Um, yeah, definitely the Indy Ridge are the way to go on the motorcycle boots. Yeah, I think I have about 600 miles so far on these. On the, I'm, wearing, I'm wearing them right now. I, these boots, I, they're just getting more comfortable every day. I, I wear them. It's like, and they're getting broken in, so they're kind of looking oh, yeah. more distinguished. Yeah, they're getting more. They don't look like the new boot guy on the, you know, at the construction site. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, the Indie Ridge boots definitely yes. feeling good, and they have, they have some gloves. And they got they got a bunch of stuff. Go check them out, IndieRidgeUSA.com, and yep. um, yeah, they got a bunch of cool stuff on there from all motorcycle related stuff. Cool deal. Well, Brian, tell everyone where they can follow you on Instagram to keep up with all your adventures with the road glide. The Upshift Podcast underscore Brian underscore NH, and I will be posting because I am getting my my machinist gauge bracket, and I will be posting a bunch of pictures and maybe some little videos of the transformation of my road glide. Awesome. And where where can they find you? They can find me at The Upshift Podcast and HarleyGal105, all on Instagram. We are the upshift podcast on facebook also we're not on any other platforms because i don't think people get on those (laughs) no and 
Instagram and Facebook. Instagram's really all you need, but Facebook yeah. is there just in case you want to go check us out on in, on Facebook. Do it. Yeah, but man, I've enjoyed this episode. We have talked and talked and talked all motorcycles, and we've had a good time. But we appreciate everyone uh, checking us out, following us, uh, interacting with us on Instagram, and listening to the podcast. And if there's something that you think we can talk about, uh, or anything, shoot, shoot us a, a message, um, reach out. Uh, we'll do some research on it, or man, we'll we'll do anything. This is all about motorcycles. Yep. But I've enjoyed this, Brian. So, man, we are at seventy-five minutes. So, if you've listened this far, then you are our number one fan, and we appreciate that. But we you, are the Upshift Podcast. If you've listened this long, send me a message on Instagram. I'll send you one of our new stickers. Yes, definitely. We will do that. We will send it free of charge. Yes, sir. So, all right, Brian. Thank you, buddy, man. We will see you. The Upshift Podcast. We're out. See ya.